Next on BYU Sports Nation, we are a day away from the NFL Draft. Which Cougars are in the mix and who will get their name called this weekend? Jordan Leslie has a huge chip on his shoulder. Does he expect to get drafted? We'll ask him. Plus, baseball coach Mike Littlewood has his team on a five-game win streak, and Kyle Collinsworth is officially back. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Holler! It is Wednesday, April 29th. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Jerem and Brian, back in the hizzy. What's up, Brian? Not much, man. I'm, uh, I'm just blessed to be here. That's all. Hashtag I'm, blessed. I, I am happy Hasht- and excited. Hashtag grind. Hashtag gotta get that money. Hashtag gotta get paid. Hashtag... <laughs> Brigham Sports. Hashtag. Brigham Sports. If we rebrand one day, maybe it'll be Brigham Sports. Why can't? What do you mean? You can't rebrand that. That's a part of the brand. Brigham, right? No, I mean if instead of BYU TV Sports or something. Oh, Brigham, Brigham Sports. Sports. Next Brigham, on Brigham Sports. Brigham Sports Television. Today's an exciting day for many reasons. Um, tomorrow is Avengers, right? Okay. Tomorrow night yeah, you tomorrow can watch night. Avengers. Uh-huh. So I believe that it's tonight begins the Marvel Marathon. Some places around the country. You can go do the ultimate Marvel Marathon. So at 6 p.m. you'd watch Iron Man, and then 8:25 the Incredible today, Hulk. You, you, today you could. This you is I believe that would begin tonight, tonight resulting yeah. in tomorrow night watching the Avengers okay. two. Okay, Iron Man two, then Thor at 1 a.m. You'd have to stay awake <laughs> for all this. 3:10, uh, 1 a.m. Thor, 3:10 Captain America, 5:30 the Avengers, 8:48 a.m. That's very sp- specific. Iron Man three. Followed by Thor: The Dark World, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Avengers Two. You down? Amazing. No, I can I couldn't do it, man. I don't think anyone's doing that in uh, in Utah, so you, we you can't know, do you it. Know what Is anyone me? doing that? Tweet at us if you're doing the ultimate Marvel marathon. I, I'll be surprised if there's. I kind of want to though. I, I mean, we just talked about. You this. can do it at home. I. Mm, yep, I could. I could try if to do you it. Got I would have movies. to go to the theater though in order to be like dedicated in there because I can't. The do lights anything. are off. Yeah, I can't. Do, you can't. You can't go nowhere. I yeah. might get bored, yeah. right? And and flip on something else on. But mm-hmm. this reminds me of um, the Twilight movie. Uh, the like you know that the saga. You know Twilight. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. BYU's looking, own Stephanie Meyer wrote that. You were okay. I was just you kind of have that blank stare, so I didn't know. <laughs> it uh, was more like wow, you're going. This there. is this is how <laughs> this is how I scored a lot of points with my my wife. Okay. Uh, before we were married, mm-hmm. uh, we I watched it together. We watched it together and got tickets, and we were back home, uh, my hometown, in the Bay Area, and I got tickets and. It was a, it was cool, man. I you mean, watched like it, the first three before the fourth or something. Yeah, we st- we stayed. I think we missed like half of one, but we stayed the rest of the time. And I, I haven't seen most of them, so it was like all oh, this whole new experience. So that would be, I mean, yeah, know. that one doesn't sound as fun uh, to me personally. <laughs> but the Marvel Marathon that sounds awesome, especially if you didn't have a kid or a wife. Um, but some people have those things and can't go to the theater <laughs> at like one a.m. and like five thirty a.m. You could. Yep. They're gonna be sleeping. You could. You could sneak out. That's true. That's true. I'll my my wife you. might go to that. I'll Who knows? Sneak out with you, bro. Who knows? Hey, the conversation is live twenty four seven on Twitter. Let us know if you're watching, uh, participating in the ultimate Marvel marathon or not in your city. Uh, use hashtag BYUSN. Be a part of BYU Sports Nation today with our Twitter question of this year's BYU NFL prospects, which will have the longest pro career. We're talking NFL specifically. Use the hashtag BYUSN at Justin D Sweeney. A regular member of BYU Sports Nation. I'll go with C Stew 337 in investment banking. Hashtag pro moneymaker. Snarky nice. wins the day. Nice. At Tommy 
Tautkus. Got to be Alani Fua. He's twitchy. Thanks, Matt Wells, Utah State head coach. Long and athletic. Interesting answer. We'll weigh in in a moment. We want to hear from you. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Here are the headlines we're talking about today. Kyle Collinsworth officially returning to BYU. Not not big news. I think we expected this, especially. Yes. Hallelujah. We want the Mormon Tabernacle Choir live in studio to sing that next time. (laughs) The NBA released its early entry uh, candidates list. Kyle wasn't on it. Neither was Kyle Wilcher of Gonzaga, by the way. Also, other basketball news. Nate Austin says he expects to hear back in the next couple of weeks about getting a medical redshirt or not. Uh, for BYU. It's expected that he'll get one. I think he'll get one. Mm-hmm. Just, we'll, we'll keep you in our prayers, Nate, so you can come back, uh, be healthy next year, and uh, continue your career. Will he be so. on scholarship is the question, or does BYU go get somebody else? We'll Ooh, find out. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, baseball beat Utah Valley 5-2 last night in Orem for the nice. fifth straight win. Fire. Tss, touching you right now. Tss, it's fire. At least we're not holding hands. <laughs> but, Hey, man, uh, maybe. If we've got to get the karma, uh, then we'll hold some hands. Uh, the, the baseball team plays at uh, Pacific this weekend, an important WCC series. Softball lost 9-2 to Weber State last night. For some reason, the softball team is dominant. They haven't lost a WCC game. But against in-state foes in Provo, they've lost to Southern Utah, Utah Valley, and now Weber State. How good are, Weird, those, man. are those teams? Are they good? Or BYU is man. a better team. Maybe and they've just, well, apparently not if they lost, right? right? Yeah, no, BYU's team is better, but they've lost to those teams for some reason. Maybe they, got, they just got a chip on their shoulder. They got worked last night. Who knows? Uh, men's track and field is now ranked 16th in the latest poll. Always good to be ranked. Doesn't matter what sport. We Start want it, it in all the sports. Start it from the bottom. <laughs> Speaking of thanks, Drake, <laughs> uh, the Toronto Raptors now Wizards new fan. What? Uh, <laughs> speaking of men's track, we're going to talk to Shaquille Walker. He'll be in the studio later in the show. With that in mind, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. The NFL draft begins tomorrow. Let's remind you of the schedule. Thursday is the first round. Friday is the second and third. Saturday is fourth through seven. That's likely where you'd see BYU players drafted. Uh, and let's talk about who's in the mix. Then let's dive into what's going on with them. Alani Fua, probably the most draftable candidate right now for BYU, has had a lot of love, and his stock is growing right now. Yeah, lots and lots and lots of love. Um, something that was interesting. Let Fua fish. Let him let him fish. Got to <laughs> feed him. Feed, feed the Alani. beast. Feed Alani. Uh, something that was interesting uh, that he told me the other day was. Uh, the Dolphins, uh, when the, the coaches had called him and said that they were, you know, looking at his film, very interested, and to start doing uh, forearm, strengthening his forearms, so doing forearm exercises. Weird. Very weird. He's like, how do you know how to respond? How do you but, How do you do that? Thanks. Uh, what should I do? Should I get a ball or medicine what? ball or something? Or uh, sorry, like a stress ball. <laughs> medicine ball, a little heavy. And then also had uh, um, a visit with uh, the Eagles too. So among really, others, really good times. among others, yeah. tons of yeah. The only guy at the combine uh, for BYU, Jordan Leslie. Here's a guy that could be drafted too. Uh, the graduate transfer had a nice season. He continues to to tweet, you know, that he's not getting respect and whatnot. He may be drafted. Yeah, he's getting a lot of buzz, especially from his the the, the pro day. Right, you look at his uh, forty yard forty yard dash four four uh, forty. 
uh, 18 on the bench, uh, 36 on his on his vertical jump. So he was really impressive. Uh, when you look at how his skill set his his skill sets is um, compared to the next level, I think he'll 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 be good. So looking to be a, a later draft pick. We'll later talk. Draft pick. We'll talk to Jordan Leslie coming up. Don't miss that. Devin Mahina got uh, he and Paul Lasique both invited to the NFL PA Bowl. They're in the mix. Yep. Uh, probably more likely for free agency, but in the mix for the draft. Yeah, as well. I mean, anytime you get invited to one of those senior bowls, you you got scouts looking at you, so they have a chance. Craig Bills ran a four four forty on his pro day, but unfortunately uh, broke his foot at the end of pro day. The Eagles have reached out uh, to Craig Bills, so yeah, we'll, we'll see if he's in the mix. That's weird. Wani Unga had a serious knee injury and then later got a contract with the Giants. Hopefully yeah. something like that could happen with Craig Bills. It's, yeah, potentially. And, and a foot isn't as bad as a knee, right? Yeah, so that's, that's true. That's, a, that's a, a more of a positive for Craig. Sky Pove, who maybe had the biggest jump in terms of perception after his pro day. Uh, he I, might get I it. I thought you were going to talk about his Yeah, yeah, double meaning. You know. he, he, might, he might get a free agent look. Look, check this out. When you have played one position your whole college career and you have scouts – Talking about moving you to another position, and Slot. then and then he told us that on this show, and then not only just another position, but on the opposite side of the ball, you have a chance, my friend. Spencer Hadley played what tight end with the Raiders practice squad, yeah. I think too. Yep. yep. So it happens. Uh, Ross Oppo just one catch last year. Got to work out with the Cowboys. I'm. I'm. Who knows if he'll get a free agent deal? I'm. I'm not seeing it, but maybe. I thought we. We're deleting him off this list. <laughs> okay. That's how Brian feels. Robertson Daniel, your boy. Rob, Rob. Uh, Rob has a really good chance. I think I think he'll he'll definitely... We're talking about making a team, not necessarily getting drafted, but free agency. Right, team. right. Opportunity to, to, to play, right? Uh and, and Rob has had the Green Bay Packers that are interested, which makes sense because they run the same defense as BYU. Um, and then the Falcons as well at his pro day. Um, and I think they run a similar defense to, uh, to, to BYU. So that's a, definitely a good fit there. But when you look at just his, his size, 6'3", you run a 4'4", you will get an opportunity to play at the next level. And, uh, yeah, he's had various workouts and uh, pre-draft visits with different teams. Scott Arlano. Uh, not one of the higher-rated punters, but a athletic guy who had a good season. Yeah, Scott. Scott is very interesting, uh, just because he's a he's a kicker, right? So it's it's hard to to it's hard to break in. It's hard to break in. It's hard they, to stay. They last it, a long time. Yeah, it's 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 difficult. Um, it's, I think some some things have to fall in his favor, but. Um, something that's interesting that most people don't know with Scott is he's had about two or three, maybe even four uh, opportunities with, with kicker combines and camps uh, throughout this, uh, uh, you know, since January. Uh, it's that he did really well um, with. Um, so it, exciting news there. Uh, and then he also did a, he had, he had a pretty good pro day as well. I mean, ran a four six forty, uh, really athletic. Shows athleticism there. A lot of scouts uh, were were interested and were like, "Wow, I didn't know he was a, he was the kicker." So I mean, that's always a good sign there. And DeAndre Wesley, offensive lineman, he's had a, a couple of visits with te- NFL teams as well. So with that said, let's dive into this a little more. Who's BYU's most draftable player in your opinion, Brian? This one seems obvious. Uh, yeah, it's Alani. Alani is is the the biggest guy right now, and and when you look at uh, the things that can, can hint towards that, well, the first is is just the the buzz and the hype. I, I talked to Brian Kill yesterday, and he said that he spoke with his agent, and Alani has a lot of hype right now. So much hype because of his athletic ability, his size, and his speed, and uh, how quick he is. What he's able to do at 
at, uh, at, with his body frame. The only negative right now with Alani is just his, his weight. He, he, just needs needs to gain to, weight. he just needs to gain about 30, 25, 30 pounds, what everybody's Ooh, saying. That's a lot. And move to an, uh, an outside uh, rusher, uh, you know, be a defensive end, uh, and just go, f- go for it instead of being a linebacker. So that's, that's kind of the, uh, uh, the downside with Alani right now. Projected fourth-round pick. I expect him to go on Saturday, and he's, he's looking good at, among the other outside linebackers, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Six. Alani Fua is in the top 6% of outside linebacker prospects in this year's NFL draft, according to NFLDraftScout.com. He's the 11th rated outside linebacker among 177 outside linebackers. So he is obviously BYU's most draftable player. However, I think Jordan Leslie could be a Saturday pick as well. Maybe a 6th or 7th rounder that a team reaches and says, you know what, we like this guy, great character, uh, impressed us on his pro day, we're going to give him a shot. I could, yeah. I could see that happening. I think Fu is the only draft pick, but maybe Jordan Leslie sneaks in there. May, yeah, maybe, maybe Jordan. I, you know, once you get past the 5th round, um, and this is debatable, uh, it's, it's really up for grabs, meaning uh, – Scouts and teams are going to pick the next available option. Not really what's best for sure. the, the team, right? He's more of a camp guy, a body guy. Or they go with what they need, and that doesn't matter where he ranks. Right, or, yeah, right, exactly. Right. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter about that, Which is kind else. of the opposite of what you're saying. Well, um, it, just, it, it depends. It, it yeah. depends on the And he played the, special the teams well. A lot of these guys played special teams for BYU. I think that's an asset. Which player will have the longest pro career? We'll get to your opinions in a moment, but what do you think? Alani. Alani Fool. Alani. Because he's listening right now, and I told him I was giving him some shout. No, I just want <laughs> uh, No, I, I think Alani, because you, you look at the upside that Alani has, the only negative thing, again, is his weight. But what are scouts going to say? Well, I can, I can try to get this kid to, be, to gain 25 pounds, feed him a couple of peanut butter jelly 25 sandwiches. 25 is a lot, man. It, well, look, you know, if I'm a scout, I'm saying this. Well, he's going to have – I'm going to draft him. He's going to have money. He could, he could afford to, to, uh, to, to eat a little bit more now. Uh, but, you know, maybe he's a, he's a project. We'll see him as a project, right? We'll develop him a little bit. He's a special teams guy for the first one – you know, first year, second year. But eventually we'll mold him and shape him to the machine that we want him to be. I think Paul Asike. I think there's a niche for fullbacks. I think Paul, if he can break into that group – could see himself having a nice, long career in the NFL. And that'd be another great story of a, a non-American player from BYU coming to BYU, learning football, going to the NFL with Ziggy Ansah. That's a wedge buster. That would be awesome. Run down special teams, just boom! Of this year's BYU NFL prospects, which one will have the longest pro career at 86 WI Kooks? As Alani Fua, speed, athleticism, rangy player, will be a special teams player right away, and in a few years will be a good outside linebacker keep the tweets coming coming up we're going to talk to jordan leslie in about 15 minutes but next year uh next his team's on a hot streak byu baseball killing it right now what do they need to do to make the west coast conference tournament we'll ask the head ball coach mike littlewood next on byu sports nation more home runs BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. With simulcasting on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up tomorrow, huge show. Tom Homo, the athletic director for BYU, will be in studio to release the 2015 BYU football schedule. A lot of information out there related to this schedule already, but not out officially. Tomorrow we make it official. On BYU Sports Nation, check that out tomorrow noon Eastern time. And we're having three, like three people, uh, three hosts, right? 
Um, yeah. we'll, we can talk about that later. <laughs> Our Twitter question today of this year's BYU NFL prospects, which will have the longest pro career at the GM 11. Jordan Leslie, good size, talented, won't take as much of a beating as others, but Mahina could too. Now there's a dark horse that we haven't yeah. heard yet, Devin Mahina. I think, yeah, I, I agree with that with, with the dark horse is Devin. There's a lot of buzz around Devin after the pro day. A lot of scouts uh, uh, really were talking about him and really high on him. So it would be interesting. It would not surprise me if he got drafted. I don't think he will, but it, it wouldn't be a shocker to me if he did. It would surprise me given that he has no real buzz at this point. But he's a bunch of these guys are going to be at least free agents in the NFL, which would be very cool. That's all going to happen uh, by the end of the week, by, uh, by Sunday. A guy that has to deal with, the draft sometimes with his players is head coach Mike Littlewood of the baseball team. Mike, how's it going? It's going great, guys. Thanks for having me in. Thanks for coming in. Uh, your weekly visit. Another win yesterday. Let's talk about that in a moment. But the Major League Baseball draft, a little different uh, with your guys. How, how, do you, how do you manage that when that happens? Um, yeah. Of guys want, you want guys to get drafted, yet you want your team to be as good as possible. Well, the, the draft helps us um, overall. I mean, we guys, players, high school players that come in, they want to go to a program that's going to send players on a pro ball. Uh, so that's that's huge for us. But we want to make sure uh, Colt Mahoney is a good example last year that he's getting his value, you know, that he's getting his worth. I mean, because a pro scout, it's just I I, I kind of just I look at it like buying a car. I mean, you want to try to buy the best car you can for the least amount of money. Mm-hmm. And the scouts are looking at it the same way. Um, and so all I tell our guys is place value on yourself. Um, don't undervalue yourself and make sure that it's a tough life. Minor league baseball is a tough life. I mean, those guys make. Uh, about thousand dollars, eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars a month, and they only get paid during they don't get paid during spring training, only when they play. So, mm. it's a tough deal when you go into pro ball. It's not it, there's no glamour in it whatsoever in the minor leagues, and so um, it, it is. We need the we need the draft, we need scouts, but um, you know it it's kind of a, a two edged sword a little bit. How often are scouts uh, calling or talking to you about your players? Weekly, um, almost daily. Depends on how many players you have. At Dixie, when we were a junior college, that's why we got a lot of those really good players, and we'd get five or six drafted every single year, um, and it was a daily conversation. Um, when we went D2, there weren't many players because we were transitioning, so there weren't many players that we got drafted in those four or five years that, that we transitioned. Now you know, they're getting better players down there because of what Dixie's all about, but, but here it's, it's pretty much daily with, with a certain amount of guys, and that's, that's nice to have that buzz and have those guys around. Do, do you start to see... Um a pipeline or a relationship forming with with coaches and teams that have you know specifically drafted your players and then wanting to come back. Oh, this guy was amazing. You know what about this guy? Yeah, you know that's that's an interesting question because I think I think you're you're on right there because I think they they have trust in you just like anything else. And when when you can send them a player that's a they first of all they know from BYU they're going to be good they're going to be good character guys. Right. Yep. You're not going to have off the field problems and. And I think the perception out there is that now when they're in pro ball, they don't care about that. No, they do. They really do. So when you get a Jacob Brugman, an Adam Miller, an Adam Law, um, uh, Jacob Hanneman, yeah. those guys are quality, quality guys that are going to go out and play for you hard on the field. And then when the game's over, you know what they're doing. They're going home. They're going to the sleep. They're getting games. rest. <laughs> and if that's probably the worst thing they're doing is playing video games. <laughs> and, that, and that's awesome. Yeah. Head coach Mike Littlewood of the baseball team is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, five wins in a row now. Uh, you beat Utah, three with San Francisco, and then Utah Valley last night. What's yeah. going right for your team? Well, I was asked that question last night by Jay Drew, and I think overall it's just confidence. Um, early in the season, we didn't really believe in ourselves. As, you know, we didn't know 
if if the three hitter was going to get a hit or you know I think Dylan Robinson who had a slow start felt like he had to do everything himself and now Dylan's just on fire I mean he got four hits last night but but overall we're taking the field with confidence believing that we're going to win uh and that's that just kind of develops I mean you know you you win a couple games and and uh success breeds confidence I mean that's what everybody says and that and it's true I mean you tell your guys, hey, you're good, have confidence. Well, that's easier said than done because, yeah. we, you know, we just started 2-10. and 10. How, why, do you, why are you saying we're good? This team is a mature group of guys, and I, I really feel like even though we started 2-10, and 10, and, and you look back after that three weeks, we're 20-9 and nine right now after that three weeks. And wow. so, you know, we've really played well, and, and I think that's the biggest thing is confidence. We believe in each other. Um, we're having guys step up in the bullpen and, and uh, in later, later in the pen. We're getting good starting pitching. So besides just physically and and going out and doing it, it's it's a mental belief that we're that we feel like we're going to win right now. It, it definitely helps when you guys are looking good and fashionable as well, <laughs> right? With the black uniforms. Yeah. Uh, tell us about uh, how you came up with the design. I and mean, we were talking about it earlier, um, and and that whole process. And can we expect for you guys to wear these a little bit more? Yeah, they're they're an away uniform, so we'll wear them away. We're going to wear them against Utah, um, but it, we call it anthracite, and it it does look charcoalish. Yep. Um, Irvine, when what, my first year here, Irvine wore them the last game that they played us, and I loved them. It's something different, but if you look around, Vanderbilt wears them. There's a couple teams that wear them. Vanderbilt has the same color, but they they're white striped. Okay. It's just kind of it's unique. Uh, it brings up some conversation, and um, I was telling you guys, there's a site called D1 Baseball. And uh, they had like 20 different teams put have different kind of uniforms. And there's a at the very top, it's I love them. At the very bottom, it's I hate them. And there's three I, I kind of like them. Whatever it was, a, it was either I love them or I hate them. Um, <laughs> and so, and that's okay I with us them. because yeah, we it, love them. Yeah, I do too because I designed them, so I have to love them. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, it is. It's the guys. The guys like them, and they're they're built. Both of our uh, our new home cream uniforms, the, the off white. And these, we cut them off at the knee, so you ha- everybody's looks the same, and mm. it kind of brings a, a little camaraderie as well. So, and we're all out there together in them. <laughs> right. Players love that kind of stuff. Uh, what they don't love is having the sprinklers uh, turn on <laughs> mid-game. So that happened in the seventh, I guess. Describe what in the world happened at Brent Brown Ballpark last night. Yeah, uh, Tanner Chauncey's on first base, and Dylan Robinson has a two-one count. Ball's about halfway to the plate, and, and the infield sprinklers come on. About <laughs> about eight eight sprinkler heads just come on, and um, I just so awesome. Believe it or not, it's not the first time. Jay Drew, yeah, there's a picture of it right there. It was it was it was pretty cool. Uh, it's not the first time I've seen that, and I, I was telling these guys when the down at Dixie it happened, and I was the only guy because I took care of the field. I was the only guy that knew how to turn the water off. So I'm coaching a game. I had to sprint down to the to the water, <laughs> to the main valve, and turn it off. It, it's clearly the the walk or jog or sprint of uh, of shame when you have to sprint down and turn the turn the sprinklers <laughs> off. And Ralph Zobel told me that when when uh, Jim Schlossnagel left UNLV, everybody was so upset that he was leaving UNLV because he he had just brought that program to new heights. Mm. The last game they played at UNLV, they they kind of came up with a little deal where the groundskeeper set the water to go on during the game, locked it, and left. And so <laughs> what? I can't verify the, the truthfulness, but Ralph Zobel told me, so it's got to be true. Hey, if Ralph said it, I believe it. Yeah, it's so shady. Yeah. It was interesting, Was though. that home field advantage in a way, trying to slow you guys down? You had the lead. It's the seven. You know what's yeah. funny is the next inning, Eric Matson, Utah Valley's coach, is a good friend of mine, and uh, they got in kind of a jam the next inning. He goes, 
and he's walking out to change a pitcher, and he goes, "Is there any way I can turn the water back on again?" <laughs> so, yeah, it it, uh, it was it was interesting. We got a, a tweet question for you at I do rock the Y, member of BYU Sports Nation. He says, "How did having a challenging schedule to start the season benefit your team?" Yeah, uh, that's a great question. We knew that we knew it going in that it was going to be really tough, but uh, nothing surprised us after that. We saw in the first three weeks we saw four guys that four pitchers that sat ninety five to ninety eight. We saw Dylan Tate at uh, Santa Barbara, who might be the number one pick overall in the draft. Uh, He was 97-98 with a good change. Uh, And I told you guys earlier, having that fastball, that fastball was probably his third best pitch that day. Change up and slider were just awesome. And so I think overall it just showed us that we can play with these. Because we lost. We were 2-10, but we lost three of those games by one run and then took Nebraska into the the 11th inning, um, had chances to win them. And so we felt like, man, we're playing with these guys you know, just head-to-head, something's just got to go our way. And, and that confidence thing, if we're playing like we are today back then, we're probably, we, we probably go 6-6. Six and six. You know, we're not going to win them all, but, yeah. you know, we probably have a little bit better record. So I think it just prepared us for a tough league that, that we're in right now. Nothing, no pitcher that came out there is going to surprise us during league. When you look at the rest of the season, uh, you want to finish in the top four. There's a West Coast Conference baseball tournament. The auto bid comes out of that tournament winner. You're in fifth right now, but right outside. I mean, you're just a couple games off first. What's it going to take to get into the, the top four? Yeah, we've got 11 wins now, and I, I, I've said all, the, all along that I think 16 is going to get us in. The nice thing is we have, besides San Diego, we, have, we won the series against Pepperdine, Loyola, Gonzaga, San Francisco. We won two out of three against each one of those and then swept uh, San Francisco last weekend. So really that's like an, an extra win. Nobody else below us can catch us, so we play um, – Pacific. We play the bottom three of the bottom four teams, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean a whole lot in our league because every team can beat anyone else. But uh, it's better than playing one, two, three right it's now. It's better than having re- the reverse schedule, yeah, and having to go. And that's what Pepperdine's got to play. All those top teams have to play each other, and so they've got to go fight it out. We've got to take care of our business, but uh, if, if we win each series, I really believe we're going to be in. Absolutely, and uh, it'll be an exciting uh, next couple of weeks at Pacific this weekend. Best of luck in Stockton. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Mike Littlewood, head baseball coach on BYU Sports Nation. Our Twitter question today of this year's BYU NFL prospects, which will have the longest pro career. Keep the tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN. What would getting drafted by an NFL team this weekend mean to Jordan Leslie? We'll ask him next on BYU Sports Nation. He's worked hard. He has a chip on his shoulder. New car. (laughs) That's what it would mean? A new car? house. (laughs) You know, all that stuff. Validating, too, right? (laughs) No? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan, and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast commercial-free on iTunes or on BYUSportsNation.com. We remind you, tomorrow, the 2015 BYU football schedule will be officially released on BYU Sports Nation, noon Eastern, with BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel. We are stoked about that. With three hosts. <laughs> With a couple of hosts, whatever that means. Is a couple two or is it three? <clears throat> a few is three, right? Moving on. Let's refresh today's <laughs> BYU Sports Nation headlines. Kyle Collinsworth, not big news, but official news now, returning to BYU for a senior season. The NBA released its early entry draftee list. Kyle wasn't on it, so that means he's coming back. Kyle Wilcher of Gonzaga, not on it as well. Also, Nate Austin says in a couple of weeks he expects to hear about about hear back about his medical retro. Nice. Uh, baseball beat Utah Valley 42 last night in Orm for the fifth straight win. 
Uh, Cougars play at Pacific this weekend. Uh, just had Coach on, excited for that. I think they have a great opportunity to get in that tournament. Oh, man. They're playing really well right now, and they have a favorable schedule. Softball lost 9-2 to Weber State last night. That's all we're going to say about them. Yep. Moving on to uh, <laughs> men's track and field. Now ranked 16th. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. We've been talking about draft prospects today in the NFL for BYU. We talked about Alani Fua and Jordan Leslie, who now joins us. Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We are good. Where are you and what are you doing? I am in Houston. Hanging out in the hometown? Relaxing? Yep, just relaxing. Uh, Nothing it, too strenuous. <laughs> is, it, is, this a, is this a time where you get to chill a little bit this weekend as you hope to be picked up? Or are you still working out every day? Yes, sir. Well, um, you know, I've worked out every day today, and then I'm going to probably do a workout tomorrow and then take the rest of the weekend off and just kind of relax and sit back and, you know, see, see what comes, comes my way. How are you feeling going into the weekend? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I've talked to, you know, a good amount of teams, right around 20, uh, you know, calling for my draft day number and stuff like that and seeing, seeing how healthy I am. So that's always a good sign. Uh, I've heard some great things for some teams, and, so, you know, it's kind of kind of nerve-wracking because you just want to know what's going to happen. But I guess we'll see Friday or Saturday. Jordan, what, what are some of the teams that, that contacted you and uh, what were some of the conversations that you guys had? Um, like I said, I've heard from about 20 teams. Uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing. What's, what's your draft day number? Who's your agent? Little things like that. And some you get to talk to a little more and kind of see their feedback with you and stuff like that. Uh, I've, I've talked a lot with San Diego, Houston, um, Atlanta, Jacksonville, uh, Miami, teams like that. So, you know, it's a good sign. Um, I guess we'll see what happens. So, uh, Alani uh, told me about a week ago that the, the, the Dolphins called him, one of the, the coaches, uh, and said, hey, you know, we really like you, um, you know, but we, we think you should work on your forearm strength, you know, so get, grab a tennis ball and start doing some exercises thought it was really weird. Did you have any weird conversations like that at all with any of the scouts? <laughs> no, I haven't had anything like that. Uh, I, I mean, I know the biggest knock on me, they were worried about my 40. And I think, you know, of course I proved that. Uh, I proved them wrong for that. So I think that was the biggest concern about me. But, uh, yeah, I haven't had any <laughs> anything like that. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So do you have a different, maybe a different phone number for this weekend, or are you going to have to filter through potential calls from numbers you don't have in your phone that aren't an NFL team? <laughs> um, I'm just going to, you know, have my same old phone. Uh, I was thinking about getting a new number, but, you know, I didn't want to go through the hassle. So I'm just going to keep this phone, and, you know, hopefully I don't get too many calls from, you know, family members and friends asking what's happening and kind of keep the line free for any, any team. Do you, uh, uh, during the draft, especially Saturday, do you have to? Are you, do you feel like you need to answer every call of a number you don't have in your phone just in case? Definitely. I mean, <laughs> because I hey, I'll get Jordan, a call. This from... is this is uh, Ann Sharina. What's up? You're like, no, Ann. What's going? Get on? off the phone. <laughs> yeah, because I'll get a call from like Virginia, and it'll be like, you know, a Florida scout or something like that. So I never know who who it's going to be. So. Yeah, so I definitely need to answer every single phone number. So, so if anybody wants to pray and call me, I'll probably have to answer that. So we shouldn't call you Saturday is what you're saying? Yes, please don't call me Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Leslie is on BYU Sports Nation as we get ready for the NFL draft this weekend. 
Jordan, I know the answer, but I want to I, I want to ask you: Do you expect to get drafted? Um, I mean, you never want to say yes. Uh, from what I've heard, there's a great chance that I'm going to, and I think a lot earlier than most people think. But of course, you never want to say that uh, because I want you to happen. say it. I mean, <laughs> well, anything can happen. I mean, I talked to uh, the running back for the Colts, and he said he was projected second round. And ended up not going till six. So anything can happen on draft day. It's crazy, and you just never know. So if you're if you're not drafted, but and you get a free agent contract, what are the advantages of maybe getting a free agent deal versus being drafted late round? I think the biggest advantage is you get to pick the team. So you get to go. You and your agent get to sit through the rosters and kind of see what team would fit your style and what team you know is indeed of your position. That's that's the biggest thing. So if you were in a position to, to play for any team, and we're not talking about uh, you know, trying to make a roster and breaking all that stuff down, just simply being a fan, what team would you want to play for right now? Um, no comment. <laughs> because honestly, honestly, if whoever picks me the earliest, that's, that's going to be my new favorite team. I'm going to support them with everything I have. I mean, because that's the team that's going to take the chance on you, and that's you know, that's going to be my favorite team probably for the rest of my life. You look, get, you look get, at, look you at Jordan. The, you gave me the political answer, man. I was think, you know, oh, I want to go play for the Dolphins because, you know, the sun. Or I want to go play for the Jaguars because of the colors. Brian, was, this just happened. Just saying, you were you know. fighting hand-to-hand with Jordan. <laughs> the ball's coming in. He, he just... He just slapped your hands away and caught it one Jordan, hand for a touchdown. Jordan, That's what Jordan, just happened. Jordan didn't want none of this. Jordan, you don't want none of this, man. I'm ha- I'm happy for you for your sake that you know I, I graduated and left. You know I would have I would have made you look bad. I would embarrass you. Maybe, maybe in a few weeks we can meet out of field or something. Jordan's in good maybe. shape right now. I would I wouldn't. You are I, too, Brian. I know he's probably at the most elite shape of his life right now. Hey, yeah. How are you feeling right now, physically? Do you feel like you're in the best shape ever? Yes, sir. I, I, you know, I felt like I'm 100% ready to go. Uh, that's one question they always ask you if you're 100% healthy. And yeah, I feel like if we had to start camp today, I'd be ready to go. You know, Jordan, that, that's something that really stood out to me when I watched your pro day. Um, you did not look like the player that I saw uh, throughout the entire season. And, and I know that you had some injuries, you know, ankle and things like that, but I had no clue uh, just some of the smaller nagging injuries um, is that something that uh, a selling point that you've been uh, talking to, to coaches or maybe your agent has been as well when it comes to, um, you know, health and, and being that, that, you know, looking like a different player? Of course. Uh, I mean, because, you know, I, I did have the hamstring injury. And that was the biggest thing. I mean, you can come to the drop. I mean, my sophomore year, I averaged 19 a catch. And this year, you know, there's some deep passes I wasn't able to get to and stuff like that. So that's what we've been trying to push out there and stuff like that and, and not – I know that's why I had the biggest question about my speed, but I think you know I proved that proved that wrong, and so hopefully you know they see you know that I was hurt the whole year and it works out. Jordan Leslie's on BYU Sports Nation, uh, former BYU receiver, hoping to get drafted uh, this weekend and at least a free agent deal. Jordan, last year I remember we talked before the season when you first signed with BYU. CBSSports.com came out with the list of the best receivers going into the season. Maybe it was draftable. They had you, I think, what was it, fiftieth or something? Does that sound yeah. right? And we talked about that, and you had a chip on your shoulder. NFLDraftScout.com has you at 43 right now. Where do you feel you fit among the receivers? Oh, I'm, uh, I myself, I'm top 20, guaranteed. And I, I know a lot of teams feel that way, and that's why I'm getting you know, a lot of look and a lot of phone calls because uh, you know, I put up the stats, and then, I mean, I'm one of the most athletic receivers in the draft. I mean, 
the stats, stats don't lie, and the numbers don't lie. And that's what I put on pro day. And so uh, I think teams are starting to realize that. I think my draft stock definitely starting to go up. What are the, uh, what are the I guess, needs for improvement that uh, you're being, are being discussed with you, and how do you respond to those? Um, you know, little uh, route techniques, uh, little critiques. I could, I could fix some things, uh, my arms, in and out of cuts and stuff like that. I mean, I, I sat down with, with a coach and watched film when I was on a visit, and, you know, he was, there was little things. He's like, there's, there's, so, there's so many little things that you could work on to be better, and you, you've already put up the stats to show how good you are. He's like, you could just be so much better, and it just blows my mind. Yeah, that's that. That is that's the, probably the biggest thing that I think I've heard from former players that have played in the NFL is just the smaller little things. The higher you get in in the level, uh, the smaller the details that you have to really focus on. So that's good uh, to, to to hear that from the from the from the from the, from the scout. Uh, what I want to talk to you about is uh, is Coach Holiday. Um, you know, love love his intensity, his enthusiasm, and. I know that he has had a, a pretty significant role with you and uh, kind of keeping you level-headed. And uh, uh, talk to us about his influence and his role with this whole process. Well, I mean, of course, he definitely keeps me level-headed. I mean, any any great play I made, I'll come back and he'll have some critique or something. So he's always he's always great in that aspect. And, uh, you know, he's definitely helped me through this process, kind of explained me certain things and uh, kind of explained that no team wants to – wants to give up all their information. And so, you know, if I don't hear from a certain team, don't be discouraged or anything. So, I mean, he's helped a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm great I have him on my side. Uh, when, when will his phone get fixed so that the uh, all-caps tweets um, can be fixed? <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Uh, it seems to go off and on, so I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Got to get the cell phone office on that. Jordan, good luck. You've worked hard. You earn, uh, you've earned something good, and hopefully that's uh, either a draft pick or an awesome free agent deal this weekend. Best of luck to you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, Jordan Leslie on BYU Sports Nation. He really has worked his butt off uh, to come to BYU, to run that 4-4 on yeah. Pro Day, to have the great vertical. Uh, he's, he's, he's going to play on an NFL team. It's it's whether is it is it drafted is it free agent is it practice squad is it fifty three man roster it's, it's, he's going to be in the league. It's interesting, you know, hearing that conversation. And he said it himself. Um, I think I may go a lot higher than what people expect and what's being said. And the fact that he's you know people been, are saying seventh people maybe. are thinking seventh seventh right, or free agent right right. I mean, some people are even saying Alani maybe seventh right. I mean, interesting. It, it, it can go it can it can go that far. So it really just depends um, on on how things fall but i think it's i think it's exciting to hear that he's been in, in contact with t- about 20, 20 nfl teams. teams he's been on visits and when you talk to any of the guys that have played at the next level former players uh nixon and kill they've all had the same experience pre-draft so that's a good indicator uh that he's getting love that you're yeah you're getting love and you ha- and a good indicator that you are or potentially could get drafted not just free agent. The only bad news with this is he won't be there September 5th against Nebraska. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 129. Yeah. We can, we can work on that singing a little I, bit, but I, that's a good start. It's all right. I appreciate uh, all of the chats and people in my ear and you pointing at me saying, let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. Right. Well, Today's Twitter question of this year's BYU NFL prospects, which will have the longest pro career. Keep the hashtag BYUSN and those tweets coming. But with the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. 
Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com. And welcome to the club. Shaq Walker continues to burn up the track and rewrite the BYU record books. What's next for him? We'll check in with Shaq next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. A reminder, programming note, tomorrow the 2015 BYU football schedule will be officially released on BYU Sports Nation with BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo. Don't miss that tomorrow, noon Eastern time. There's not too many uh, athletes at BYU named Shaquille. In fact, I believe there's only one. He now joins us. Shaquille Walker is back in studio, I believe, third, maybe fourth appearance on the show. Third time. Third time. It's, wow. it's feeling comfortable now. I feel good. Nice. The lights, I'm used to it all. It feels, it feels good to be here. Yeah, it looks like you got make, makeup on and everything. You're like, ready to come prepared this time. Yeah, ready, you know. <laughs> so I, I put makeup on, too. You know? Yeah, we have to. You it's a makeup good. TV. You gotta know? look good. Jeremy doesn't understand. He doesn't know. It's, it's HD. It. You know, it's, you know, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I probably need to. I don't. <laughs> I never learned, and I've uh, been stubborn about it, but. Uh, the Robinson Invitational was over the weekend. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, to have a home meet. What was that like to compete at home? You know, it was it was good. But I have a question. I, it's yeah. been a while since I was on here. I never heard about Spencer's uh, forty yard dash. Mm. How did how did that go? Okay, you ready? Yeah, it was a five three five. Oh, wait, like if Spen- Five three five? Yeah, like, like, yeah. They, they did it right. Like five point three five. We did it mm-hmm. digital digital timing. Like we got it. Did he fall? He, <laughs> <laughs> Just playing, Spencer. We love you. If, if Spencer were here, here's what he, he would say. I'm not going to imitate his voice because I can't do it. Uh, he ran. He was running, running into the wind, oh, and the man. field was aerated. <laughs> and he wore basketball like baggy shorts. Really? That's on him, though. Oh, I didn't yeah, bring the short fault. shorts. I messed up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my fault. You yeah. were his unofficial coach, <laughs> too. So, He's going to run it again at some point. Is that, He's oh, okay. is that a legit excuse, like the wind? I mean, have you ever went up against that? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I guess in a 40, I don't know if it messes you up that much. 535? That's, that's not, I mean, I guess it's close to a 49. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I know if that's, an, if that's an excuse. Yeah, we need to run so. it in the indoor practice facility. Yep. Uh, he needs to wear the skimps mm-hmm. uh, and get him skimps. some good shoes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Take then we'll see what happens. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think next year on pro day we're gonna do it. I'm gonna run it too. Just to say. Oh, who's yeah. gonna win? I don't know. Hey, we'll he's. A, I think he's a better athlete than I am. Yeah. I'll pick. I'll pick Jerem. You'll pick me. I, I'm right. gonna go with Jerem. I, I think I have to. <laughs> I don't want to pit. I don't want to pit us against us, but uh, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, enough about us. Let's talk about you. Uh, you ran the 446 seconds flat, fifth mm-hmm. best in BYU history. Mm-hmm. How'd you do that? Um, I don't know. I I don't run the 400 very often. That was my first time. I was gonna since. ask you about that too. Yeah, I think I did it once outdoor my freshman year. And that was my first time doing it this season. Um, I do the 4x4 four four a lot, so I, I had an idea of what I could split or what I could run, but mm-hmm. I thought anywhere from 45.99 to 47.6. I thought anywhere in there was possible. Um, and I don't know, we just had all four, our fastest 400 guys from BYU. Um, they were all in the race, and we're all good friends. Two of us are, are roommates, Sean Adams and Jesse White, and so it was just a, a fun roommate battle, and we just race as hard as we can. I, none of us wanted to lose the other one. 
and it led to some pretty quick time. So, so it, was, it was fun. So now, I mean, with, with those guys being your roommates and you kind of holding, you know, the, the throne, you can say, <laughs> hey, dude, like, give me a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Like, I won. Until you, next, you until, do the dishes. Until next time, yeah, you got to take out the trash. Until you beat me, you got to well, take out the trash. If, if, I wish it worked that way. I'm just the smallest of us all. So if I say something like that, I might get in trouble. Hey, see, I'm, I'm small, too. That's why, that's why when you walked through the door, I liked you because I was like, man. I can relate. Finally, a man. finally, we see eye to eye. You see eye yeah. to eye. With, with another athlete. We, We've Literally. been seeing eye to eye the whole time. The whole time. What's up down there? Yeah, how's it going down there? Shaquille Walker, men's track and fields on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about the 4 by 400 that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, three minutes, six seconds, six, uh, and 64. Yeah. A season best time. Mm-hmm. What yeah. went right there? Oh, that was, I mean, honestly, this is the best 4 by 4 squat that BYU's ever assembled, ever in really? history. Yeah, definitely. Like, we missed the school record by uh, two-tenths of a second, oh. but it was, a, you know, it was rainy. We had no competition. You did that in the rain. Yeah, it, like, it started storming like, right before. And they're like, okay, we're going to speed up the schedule and just run a running schedule so that way we don't uh, get, you know, so we can get done with this as quick as possible. The girls 4x4 had it a lot worse, but we still had the, the rain, the wind. Legit um, excuses, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, no, no competition. It was cold. I think it was like 40-something degrees, low 40s. Ooh. And we still went out and ran. Let, you know the second fastest time ever in BYU history from wow. a four by four, and so when we get together at regionals, um, we're definitely expecting to go to nationals, and we're definitely expecting to get the school record. And so it's it's been good with um, Mario Harper is the lead off, Sean Adams was second, Jesse White was third, and then I was the anchor. And I honestly believe that team is. I mean, we can do some amazing things this year. I think if we just pull it together at the right times. So what's the next thing for you? So for me or for the four by four? Yes. <laughs> Both of them. Correct. So for for me, I'll be at uh, in Stanford this weekend. I leave Friday morning, and it's a uh, the Peyton Jordan Invitational, and so that's a it's kind of a, a professional meet of sorts, you could say. I guess it's not as many collegiates. It's going to be a really good race. Still, um, we're going to be I'm going to be running the 800 there. The field that I'm in is incredible. There's a couple of Olympic guys in there. Some people who have run incredible times, and so I'll have to be on my on my A game. We're we're looking at, you know, just doing what I can to compete and to win the race. That might be a personal record. That might not be. We, we don't really know what to, what to expect. But it's going to be the most competitive race I've been in in a long time. And so it's going to be fun. Well, thanks for coming in. Good yeah, luck. Sure. And uh, we'll see you probably in a couple weeks, as I bet, as you get ready for NCAA Originals. Yep, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Shaquille Walker, he runs faster than a 5.3540. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Some BYU Hoops news next in the whip, plus a nice pat on the back for BYU TV Sports. Got a national award. We'll tell you about that as BYU Sports Nation continues on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Brian, what's your 440 in right now? Uh, I would say a 4.6. A 4.6? I would say 4.6. All right. That's pretty good. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. A sprinkler-drenched Cougar squad took down Crosstown rivals Utah Valley last night, 5-2 behind a near cycle from senior Dylan Robinson. Robinson was 4-4 with three RBIs and a home run. Softball. Softball fell to Weber State last night, 9-2 falling. Uh, to 34 and 10 on the season, sophomore pitcher McKenna Bull got the loss, and her record is now 30 and 7, but she still has the most wins in the country. Men's basketball. Good news, Cougar fans. Not a big surprise, but good news nonetheless. The NBA released its early candidate, early entry candidate list. Kyle Collinsworth not included, so he's officially coming back to BYU. Also, Nate Austin told Spencer Linton last night on the softball broadcast 
that he expects to hear an answer regarding his medical redshirt in the next couple of weeks. All right. Track and field. BYU men's track and field team are ranked uh, number 16th in the national polls. That's great. That includes Shaquille Walker, who we just spoke to. Coming up tomorrow, we remind you, a programming note, the 2015 BYU football schedule will be officially released with Tom Homel, the athletic director, tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation. Don't miss it. Plus, Friday, the new assistant uh, director of football operations, Russell Tialavea, will join us as well. Russ. Today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter, helping you need it most, DexterLaw.com. We're gonna, this is going to be weird, but we're going to give it to ourselves. But basically, the rest of our crew, and our crew is awesome, BYU TV Sports is receiving the third annual Sports Video Group and the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletic Technology Leadership Award. Give it up for everybody that works here. May May 28th in Atlanta, our senior coordinating producer, Michael Miner, will go uh, get that for us uh, and bring it back, and we will have a parade. You're all invited uh, in Provo, maybe. Uh, so, (laughs) So congratulations to everybody. That's really cool. We have a fantastic group of people that work here. And it's cool to be acknowledged there. I agree. Only two other schools have ever received this Hmm. uh, because it's the third year. But Notre Dame and Oklahoma, that is elite. Yes, that is elite elite. right there. Mitch Matthews, that's elite. (laughs) Today's Twitter question of this year's BYU NFL prospects, which will have the longest pro career. Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At why not BYU? Fua! As long as he bulks up. But if a team picks up Lasique, it just might overshadow Fua and Leslie in the long run. That's what yeah, I that's think, Lasique. That's, that's what you said. And you think Fua. I just, as PB and J all day. That's <laughs> all he needs. A rhyme. Unintentional. <laughs> At Big Bluey, I'm picking Jordan Leslie as having the longest potential NFL career. He has the hand, speed, IQ, and will be a good special teams guy. There's a, that's a great point. That is special point. teams special is important teams, when you're trying to make a team. For all these guys on that list, it's special teams. It's, it's really what's going to matter most. At Family Budge, I want to say Jordan Leslie because he's that good, but Paul Lasica has the potential to go a long way and last a long time. The biggest thing for Paul is, like we said, special teams, and then you could just see him just running down, just like kind of like the water boy, just mad. <laughs> it's Spencer here to do his water boy impersonation. <laughs> Thanks to Mike Littlewood, Jordan Leslie, Shaquille Walker, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show's on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUSportsNation.com. For Below, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Earl Kaufman. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow to announce the 2015 football schedule. With three hosts. Nice job, dude. Thanks. Appreciate it.